In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Letbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 48th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Today we're going to uh, look at the defensive tackle market in the draft. Uh, that's a need for the Falcons moving forward, no question about it. Uh, we're going to go to Paul Johnson from Georgia Tech's Pro Day. Then just do a free agency wrap on who's staying number three, and who's uh, who's gone, number four, and then five, just a little bit on Georgia's pro day. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about some of these tackles. Vita V from Washington, six foot four, three forty five. 345. Deron Payne is the second-rated tackle, and then Taven Bryant from Florida. Uh, probably got to trade up to get V or Payne out of 26. Bryant may be there. He's a popular pick in the mocks right now from Florida. He's 6'5", 291. Uh, three second-round tackles and a fourth-second slash third-round tackle. Uh, Harrison Phillips from Stanford, 6'3", 307. Nathan Shepard, 6'4", 315 from Fort Hayes State in Kansas. He's moving up. B.J. Hill, a kid that the Falcons interviewed at the Combine, 6'3", 3'11", from NC State. And then Georgia's uh, Trenton Thompson, second, third-round grade on him, 6'3", 288. Uh, Three third-round tackles, Tim Seto from Virginia Tech, Deidre Sinet from South Florida, and then Derek Nane from Florida State, or Nande, Nande. From Florida State, we'll get his pronunciation for you. Second, let's hear from Coach uh, Paul Johnson. They didn't have any major uh, pro prospects over there, but had about ten kids working out. Um, you know, let's let's hear what he had to say. To see some of the guys like PJ and them come back and compete yeah, again, it is. And uh, you know, I was talking to PJ. I think PJ's going to try to get a look at, at fullback and, and do some different things. And uh, so hopefully he'll get a chance to do that. Excited about the spring coming up? Yeah, looking forward to it. We finished our last morning run this morning. Uh, now I'll have a break and we'll come back and we'll get started on Monday, but looking forward to it. Fairly Just healthy going into it? Uh, yeah, we've got a couple of guys that had off-season surgery that are probably going to be out for the spring, three or four, but for the most part, we'll have everybody. Is Andrew Marshall going to be able to practice? Yeah. Probably not this spring. Have you got an update on Jack and kind of what his status is? Not yet. I'm still waiting to hear from the NCAA on that. Are you, does it affect your plan with him at Not all? Not really in the spring. We'll get him out there and get him ready. And if he can play, then we'll see where he fits in. I guess on the defensive side of the ball, there's some excitement about the, the new 3 4 Yeah, game. I think so. I mean, anytime it's change, it's always exciting. And there'll be a lot of position changes, or some anyway. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be able to sort through most of that in the first week or two of spring and, and then start to build some depth for fall camp. What kind of feed? Coach, uh, the Austin uh, Twins, what, uh, what could they add to uh, an NFL team if they can get into camp? Or 
They've been awfully good players for us here for a while, and uh, they're fierce competitors. They love to play football, hard workers, so uh, they bring a, a great attitude and a culture, and, uh, and, you know, they make plays. So hopefully they'll get a, get into a camp and get a chance. I hope so. What kind of feedback have you gotten about Ricky um, from uh, you know, we haven't talked. I don't talk a lot to those guys. That very, very seldom they call me. They go usually through the trainers and the strength coach. But uh, I would think that Ricky will have a good chance to get into camp. Uh, you know, the, the big thing is the film. And when he turned the film on, and certainly he made a lot of plays for us. <laughs> there you have it. Georgia Tech coach Paul Johnson discussing some spring ball issues with the Yellow Jackets and uh, his pro prospects. Lance and Lawrence Austin, the two twins, had a lot of tension from Falcons coach Dan Quinn at the pro day. He had them working some drills. I thought they would be rookie um, locals day invites, but now the more I think about it, he's probably talking about the rookie camp after uh, the draft, maybe in, uh, but they said April, so that would be Locals Day. Uh, so, you know, maybe Locals Day or Rookie Minicamp invite. Watch the Lance, uh, the Austin Twins, Lance and Lawrence from Georgia Tech to show up on that list. So it's always good to go by the pro days, and we're going to wrap up here in free agency, move over there for number three, just to you know, make sure we got track of what the Falcons did do. You know, nobody... Folks are complaining about splash signings, but when you got a good roster, you keep it together, keep that locker room tight, and uh, you know you don't have guys fighting about money amongst themselves in the brotherhood. So, kicker Matt Bryan, Leon McFadden, Blendy Ray Wilson, uh, those are two cornerbacks and the kicker. Austin Pastrur, your backup tackle. Brandon Fusco was your big signing. Three years, twelve seventy-five, and uh, they had Justin Bethel in, former special teams maven from Arizona, who lost his job at cornerback. Uh, he was in to uh, visit the Falcons, and Demarius Belbo, the former Georgia quarterback, Georgia Tech quarterback, who's now an agent, represents Bethel and said they may be able to get something done over the next couple of days. So we'll stay on top of that and. Hopefully he'll shoot us a text when that's going down, and we'll share it with you all. Just to keep track, the guys who left, Taylor Gabriel, who went to the Bears, Adrian Claiborne to the Patriots, and Don Terry Poe to the Panthers. Coach Quinn had already said he believes Reggie Davis or Marvin Hall can take Gabriel's snaps, or they're going to certainly get a chance to do so. I do think they'll draft the receiver also. Uh, you know, I don't know how high, but, uh, you know, they, they're going to get a, another receiver in here. Adrian Claiborne, they're going to give his snaps to Takaris McKinley and uh, hopefully don't have a drop-off there. And Don Terry Poe, there's no uh, clear uh, replacement for him. I have Jack Crawford in the depth chart that uh, I'm working with and Taniela Tupu would be their two uh, bigger tackles. And, you know, Jack is a former end, not really a tackle. That's why we were looking at the defensive tackles in the draft this week. And finally, going to head over here in a few minutes to Georgia's Pro Day. I'm in Athens today, this morning. Uh, For that, 
the uh, Bulldogs have, I think, 24 people working out. And uh should be a, a long day starting at uh, 9.15 with the bench press and then uh, moving on through the rest of the uh, activities. Coach Smart's going to be there. Coach Quinn's going to be there visiting. Uh, I think with a large continued, I think uh, a couple people to look at eye on from Georgia, certainly is Isaiah Wynn. I don't think Fusco's long-term answer at guard uh, could be wrong. But, uh, you know, certainly keep an eye on Wynn, Trenton Thompson, and uh, Javon Weems. The Falcons are going to need a wide receiver, uh, you know, and then to compete with Marvin Holland, Reggie Davis, and Justin Hardy. Uh, so, you know, Weems might be uh, someone to keep an eye on also. So we're going to wrap up here from Athens with the 48th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Thank you all for listening. Uh, wherever you find us on iTunes, Stritcher, the AJC podcast page. Uh, we thank you for listening and subscribing. Have a great day. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. A celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.